0: Welcome to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. Stay tuned for this week's message. And we're all at different stages, um, stages of life. And I know that, uh, you know, today, this is a hard day for some of you. And you're absent from your mum, or she's no longer here. Um, or your relationship is not wonderful with your mother. I don't know uh, your background or your life, but I want to say to you that I believe God is the restorer of families and he created families right from the beginning with Adam and Eve and Cain and Abel. um, God is into families but who knows that story? Mankind, we stuffed it up. But I know that God wants to bring families back together and it's a time of letting go of wrongdoings and disappointments. And I believe that today can be the day that God can bring restoration. He can bring healing. There might be something you need to let go and you need to forgive. And in Isaiah 43, 18, 19, it says, Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do not perceive it. I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. You know what? Some of you might need to forgive because as you forgive, there will be incredible freedom. Incredible freedom. I I look back in my life and I was carrying huge unforgiveness towards some family members. I I, I came, my my parents split when I was young. But but by the grace of God, you know, I grew up in a beautiful stable home. But there was some unforgiveness that I carried for many years right into my mid-twenties. And I didn't realise how much it was binding me up. It's like, you know, you picture a a straitjacket, people that are, you know, like they can't move. And I just picture unforgiveness like that. It's poison, you know, it binds you up. But as you allow God to come in and just unloosen those buckles, bit by bit of unforgiveness, and I know I did that in my life, And the moment I did, I said, God, this is chewing me up. And every time something would happen, I'd get incredibly offended and more and more unforgiveness would build up inside of me. And I just said, God, take that away because I don't want to live my life bitter. You know what? I love them, but I'm struggling. God, help me with that. And the moment I did, I felt this big weight lift off my shoulders and the power of freedom came upon me as I forgave, forgave that family member. In Colossians three thirteen, it says, Bear with each other, forgive one another. If any of you has grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. You know what? Bridge the gap. Make the first step and make things right. But you might say, Melissa, you don't know my upbringing, you don't know my story. But I believe God calls us to be the bigger person. There's got to be someone who's the bigger person because it'll hold you back bridge that gap, make that first gap, uh, make that first step. But Melissa, I didn't do anything wrong. It was all them and you're pointing the finger. Maybe you need to make that step as you forgive. God will do the rest. He will be the restorer in your family, in your marriage, with your brothers and your sisters. You know, you might have lost your mum through tragic circumstances too early and I really believe God wants to bring healing. He wants to bring peace um, in that. You're like, God, that was unfair. I don't know why that happened. Sometimes we don't know. But I know God is the Prince of Peace and the Lord of Lords and he can come and restore and heal and set you free. And in Isaiah 61.3 it says, And provide for those who grieve in Zion to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead instead of the spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness and and a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. You know what? If you're grieving, let God bring joy. Let God bring joy in that place, you know, in, in your place of despair. Let God put on garments of praise. Trust him. Trust him because he will bring peace. He will bring healing. You know, I believe God calls us, all parents here today to be the best parents the best mum the best dad you can be because I know this is not a dress rehearsal we have one shot and I say that to myself Melissa you've got one shot at being a mum at being a parent at each stage there's no turning back and I don't have it all I don't have it all together but like um, you know Annette and Michelle said that wisdom that you can call on from God let him be centre of your world and he will help you he will guide you You know, through his grace, through his guidance and his wisdom. You know, we'll all make mistakes. Sometimes we'll get it wrong. I know, I I do. Often, I'll fall short. But I continually say, God, through your grace, through your guidance and through your wisdom, you will help me raise these little ones and you bring joy in that place. And I'm a true believer. We can learn from others. I can learn from a Michelle I learned so much from my mother. I'm very incredibly blessed um, to have the mother I have had, even des- despite the, the blended family that I grew up in. But you know what? I love you, Mum. Thank you for being an amazing mum in my life and for getting me through and believing um, in me. You're beautiful. Sorry, I just had to have that moment publicly because I've never done that. But um, now I've lost my train of thought. But yeah, I believe God is calling us to be the best parents um, that we can be, and to learn, you know, from the older generation, and then impart to the younger <laughs> generation. Um, you know what? It's it's I see I see young young parents, young mums. Like, oh, you know, I know it all. I've got it all together. I don't need your advice and your wisdom. You know, I I never want to have that attitude. At every stage of my mothering, I want to grasp from the wisdom of the older generation to help me in parenting and raising my kids. And then I can impart to the younger generation, the people that God puts in my world, be open um, to learning and watching. And I also believe that God is calling us to be the best sons and daughters to our mothers and our fathers. The best sons and daughters that you can be. And you might say again, Melissa, I don't have the greatest relationship with my parents. I don't have, um, you know, that, that close relationship. But I remember a moment uh, many years ago when my dad had a mild heart attack and I hopped in the car and I drove almost three hours to go and see him. My relationship was not great with my dad. But I had a moment in that car and I thought, what happens if da- dad passed away right now? Would I have regret in being a daughter? And then in there, I felt just the Holy Spirit speak to me and say, Melissa, It's all going to be okay. But at the end of your dad's days, at the end of your days, all you can do is be the best daughter you can be. Despite disappointments, despite things that you missed out on, you, the greatest thing you can be is the best daughter you can be to to your parents, to your mum and your dad. And in Ephesians 6, 2 and 3, it says, honour, esteem and value as precious, your father and your mother. This is the first commandment with a promise. That all may wo- go. That all may be well with you, and that you may live a long, a, a long. Sorry, you may live a long on this earth. That is God's first commandment: honor your father and mother. Be the best son. Be the best daughter that you can be. Make your parents proud. You know what? Make them proud. Represent them well. Whatever. We're all different ages here. Your, your, your parents might have passed away, but you know what? Let's be the best sons and daughters. Let's represent our parents well. Let's make them proud because I want my heart is for my children to do the same. Be thankful for your parents. Be honouring. Be generous. generous. Speak highly of them. And some of you, that might be hard. But I find as you do, you will start getting breakthrough in that area. Psalm 139. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. Each one of us here today, we're all, we're all a son or a daughter. We all were carried in our mother's womb way back then. And the unconditional love that your mum had from you right back then is, you know, immeasurable, is indescribable. I was thinking just like Mary, the mother of Jesus, she stood at the foot of the cross She was watching her son being slaughtered, being slain, be put to death, but she stood by his side. She never walked away. Her unconditional love for her son stuck her there right until his last breath. She could have walked away and gone, well, this is embarrassing, but no, her love was not conditional. Her love was unconditional. A mother's heart for a child is God-given, and my prayer for you today is that you never lose that, that you never lose that love despite what decisions they make through life, what circumstances, you never lose that unconditional love because God, God, our Father in heaven, loves each of us unconditionally, unconditionally, and he wants that for your life. He wants that for your family. He wants that for your relationship with your parents, with your brothers and sisters, with your, your, with your family and your friends. He wants that unconditional love with no conditions. You know, always speak well of your children as the words you speak are powerful. Speak into their future. Speak faith, prophetic words, and create their future. I'm a true believer of that. You know what, it's like you see your kids, they're misbehaving or they might be grown-up adults and you see them making decisions and you, and, and, and you find that just that those negative words, oh, yeah, they're just being this way and then that. And I get challenged a lot. I go, Melissa, don't, don't go there. Don't speak that over their life. Speak positive words. Speak into their future. Speak what you see them doing because words are powerful. In Psalm 112, too, it says, their children will be successful everywhere. An entire generation of godly people will be blessed. No matter the age of your kids, they're still your babies. And you're still your parents', uh, your, your parents baby. And lastly, what doesn't come naturally, naturally to you, let it become natural. You know, we've all grown up in different homes, some a little, little bit more dysfunctional than others. But if I can encourage you today... Let God help you and show you how to be a wonderful, godly parent. You, know, you might have been brought up a certain way, but let God show you how to be a great, godly son and daughter. In closing, I want to finish with this story. Uh, just a family member, I remember just sitting there chatting. We are just talking about things as being a mum and, and, and you know, how we do what we do with our kids. We were talking about the whole bedtime procedure. So obviously, some of you that are still young parents, you know that that is the longest part of the day and you dread the putting to bed. Some of you that are you know, older and your kids are grown up, you go back to those days when it's that bedtime routine and it's mad and you think, oh, I wish I could just click my fingers and it was over. And we were chatting about that time and she said, you know, uh, the way I put my kids to bed, I say, I'm i downstairs and I say, good night, off you go. Now, her kids are sort of a little bit older um, but she, she's pretty much done that from, the, you know, the time that they've been able to go to bed. She says, good night, see you in the morning. And she says, I felt convicted that I needed to actually go up and say, once my kids are in bed, actually touch them and say good night and pray over them. She says, the way I was raised, my parents just said good night. They never came and tucked us into bed and prayed a little pair and stroked their head. And I was chatting because I was brought up, you know, my, my, my parents always tucked us in right through to I was a teenager and always prayed um, over us as kids before we went to sleep. And I just naturally do that with my kids. That's just what I do. They always want mummy last, but I go up and I tuck them in. We have a little debrief of the day, not too long because I just want everyone to go to sleep. <laughs> and there's three of them. And I pray for them, a little head stroke, and off they go to sleep. It's that sacred part of the day And we were just chatting, and she said, "You know what? This doesn't come naturally to me, Melissa. But I know that they're going to grow up, and they're going to be out of home one day, and going to have these regrets. And I want to encourage you today: let God be your ultimate helper, because He's the ultimate parent. He loves you. His love is unconditional. Can I have everybody stand?" want to take an extra five minutes because I don't want you to rush out the door. I know people had to go. You've got Mother's Day lunch and special things to do. But I want to take this moment. You might say, Melissa, just a few of those things that you touched on. I know that was for me. God wants to bring healing. He wants to bring restoration. He wants to bring back families. He wants to bring families back together. Or you might be a solo mum here today. And you go, Melissa, this is so hard. But God is your husband. He's your your helper. As you draw on him, you will never lack and you will never do without. Some of you, when you walk out of this building today, you need to to get on the phone and you need to call that family member and say, I love you. You need to bridge that gap. You need to make that first step. And I see, as you do, That straitjacket of unforgiveness will just start stripping off you and you will find freedom. You will find peace, incredible peace. So if I don't want to embarrass anyone, but you know what I was thinking about? This place here is the altar of God. This is where God does work. This is like the hospital. And as you come and as you stand, God will heal you. God will bring peace. He will bring chiropractic work, readjust, realign, He might need to pull some teeth. He might need to fill some fillings in your world, in your area. This is a place that's a sacred and a safe place. I want you to come. If if my message, there was a lot in that, and I believe that was for a lot of people in this room, that you just need healing. You need to forgive. You need to bridge that gap. Whatever it is, even all mothers, I want you to come and stand out in this holder just for a couple of minutes and let God just touch you. Just come, just come. I want to pray with you. Thanks for listening to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. Visit us online at c3noosa.org.